This is the Visionary Founders Podcast, helping founders to activate their biggest visions, create extraordinary lives and businesses, and to make a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to lay the foundations and growth to create a legacy. In this show, you'll learn the practical and profound changes to make in yourself and your business to have the impact you desire, because you are a visionary founder. Hi, and welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about why the key skill of a visionary is activation. So people think the key skill of a visionary is vision, but it's not actually true because so many people have a vision. So many people have ideas. So many people have intuition. So many people have a feeling about something that they want to create in the world, but will actually never go about and take the action to do it. And so the definition of a visionary for me is actually being able to activate that vision. It's being able to take action on it. It's creating change in the world. Otherwise, honestly, you're just a dreamer. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I love people who dream. I love people who have these things in their minds that they would love to do. But the people that I love to connect with, the people that I love to work with are true visionaries. And they're visionaries because they want to create change in the world. They have this kind of um, feeling in their gut, often something that's been downloaded to them, actually. So it's a kind of, it's an interesting process. It's a kind of inner and outer process for me. When I have an instinct about something, it's like it comes to me from outside of me. It's like downloaded from the universe somewhere. And at the same time, I get a bodily reaction to it. I can feel, it's like there's a confirmation in my body, in my gut, in my heart, in my level of excitement that it's a thing that I want to do. And so often when I start talking to people and I first meet them and we start talking about what they really want in their life and what they want to create and all those conversations that I always have with people in their personal life, you know, in my day-to-day interactions, not just in my business, is that many of us have ideas. Many of us have desires. In fact, I probably think all of us have ideas and desires, but often we put them on ice. We say, well, maybe one day maybe one day I'll create my own business when the kids leave home. Or maybe one day I will travel the world, but not right now. I need to pay into my pension. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Or you make it impossible for yourself. I would love to be an artist, but everybody knows you don't earn money being an artist, right? So that's impossible. Tick that off the list. And I've said before that most of the amazing things that have happened in my life have been down to me making a logical decision. So making a decision that made no practical sense, that if you looked at it, it would be much more sensible to stay where I was and build incrementally and build from what we call the kind of predictable realm rather than step off into the ether. So I had a really successful corporate career before I became a coach and I could easily have become you know, a very senior leader in that business. I had a great salary. I had a great bonus scheme. I did well there. People liked me. I could have continued on that trajectory. Or I couldn't have joined a similar company and carried on in my marketing career. And that would have been the sensible thing to do. And I would have been utterly miserable. (laughs) I have to tell you. And I look back at that life now and I think, gosh, I literally feel like I've lived about three or four lifetimes because at various points in my life, I've made big, bold decisions. And 
I've activated a vision. I've had the vision. I felt it. I've been like, do you know what? That's what I really want. And I've gone for it. And that's happened throughout my life, actually. If I track back through my life, and this can be a really interesting thing to do, that this has happened throughout my life. So, you know, when I left university, I was with my university boyfriend and we ostensibly had a good relationship. And But I knew there was more. I knew that there was more that I wanted. And I came out of that relationship, despite the fact that it was incredibly painful to do so. And, you know, I built up a corporate career and then I left that career to set up as a coach with no real plan, no real strategy, apart from the fact that I trusted and believed that it would all work out. And it did, obviously, because I'm still here doing that work. I left my marriage because I realized I couldn't be myself and that it was constraining me so much energetically. There's no way that I could claim me and be me in the world within that relationship. And I say that without blame and judgment. I say, you know, that was not a positive relationship for either of us. And I certainly played my part in that. You know, I built up corporate work and then walked away from that because I want to work with visionary founders. So I've made these big decisions over and over and over again. And if it helps, I just wanted to say at the beginning of this episode that every one of those decisions has been positive. Have there been times where I've doubted myself? Yes. Have there been times where it's got sticky, you know, where I've thought, I really do need to bring in some money now. You know, I really need to make this work. Yes. Have I ever been down on my uppers? No. Has the business failed? No. Have I been left homeless and destitute? No. So I'm saying those things openly because that's what our brains like us to believe, right? That when we make these big, bold decisions, one of those things will happen. So whatever your worst case scenario is, looking foolish, being embarrassed, having to go back to your day job, being homeless, whatever your biggest fear is, your brain will tell you that's what is going to happen because your brain is there to keep you safe. Unfortunately, being safe and being a visionary are like opposite sides of the spectrum because being a visionary, and I'm being asked about this more and more, what do I mean about being a visionary? What, what's my definition of that? And so my definition of a visionary is really someone who can really have a vision and a sense of purpose and know like with heart and soul, there's something they want to create change in the world with and to activate that vision to go for it in order to create that change. And that person to me is a visionary. Now you may be listening to this and you may be a visionary founder and you might have some big organization that turns over millions or multi-millions. And you might be listening to this thinking, well, I'm just me at the moment, or I'm me in a virtual PA, I'm me and a couple of people. Can I claim myself as a visionary founder? Absolutely. This isn't about scale. And interestingly, I'm witnessing now a real shift in the paradigm of business. In the past, it was the big organizations. I used to work with big organizations that turned over millions, were seen as the successful organizations, and people that worked for them were the successful people, right? Now I see people who are true entrepreneurs building up new markets, particularly through social media and online, who have very small teams, who have very small organizations, if you can even call it that. And yet are turning over millions. 
And their profit per person is probably bigger than most corporates. So there's a new paradigm of entrepreneur and visionary founder emerging as we go through a huge shift in the world and the world of business. And we start to be able to create more and more from our passions using the power of social media, using the power of influence, being able to connect to communities that are relevant to what we want to do in the world. And I love seeing you know, what seem like random things that people are creating amazing businesses at and turning over a lot of money and creating abundance for themselves and their family. And if you want to check that out, I suggest you find somebody called Lisa Johnson on social media. She also has a top performing podcast and go and check her out because her passion is passive income. And I love to see the people she works with and the businesses that she create helps them create purely from a place of passion. So if you're thinking, oh, I could never make money at that, go and check out Lisa Johnson because (laughs) it amazes me the supposedly niche things, niche passions that people are making a really good income at. So now the world is changing. You don't have to be, oh my God, I'm going to have to have a hundred people or have a massive office or do this to be a visionary founder. No, you have to have a vision that you want to bring into being in the world. Now, in order to activate your vision and make it bigger than you, you are going to have other resources around you. And I'll come on to talk about that in a little bit. So as I say, visionary to me is someone that has an idea and activates it, makes it come into reality. So the desire is so strong and they embody that desire so much that they make it happen, even though it may make sense to nobody else. And if you think about any of the big entrepreneurial stories like Steve Jobs, Apple taking on Microsoft or those kind of people, you'll, you know, those are the big stories, right? They're the people that you can see and think, wow, those people have really created change. But there are lots of other people out there that aren't, don't have the big names, but actually do create a lot of social change in the world. And I love to read about those people. I get so excited when I read one of those stories that, oh, this is me. And I'll give you an example, actually. I've just become a customer of Riverford Veg Boxes, right? And my friend of mine has been telling me about this company for a while. And I thought, I really want to get some local organic fruit and veg and start to kind of like not just buy from the supermarkets, not just buy for convenience, but actually support small farmers also and get stuff that's a bit wonky and a bit natural, you know, and all of those things. So I signed up for this service. And actually, again, when I was reading the founder story on the website, I was kind of like, wow, I love that story of somebody that just started out delivering themselves with a few veg boxes and now has this enormous business and talks passionately about sustainability and agriculture and all of those things. Could that person have predicted where that business was going to go to? No, of course not. You just get going from wherever you are and you start and you start to make progress and you start to create change and you build on it. And that's how you work as a visionary. And everyone I know, all the visionary founders I've worked with, don't know the plan and actually don't want to know the plan. So I'm I'm working with a company in the US at the moment, and we've been talking about how do I help them develop the culture? How do I help them develop what they're doing moving forward? And we explicitly don't want a long-term plan because we both know that if we spec'd out the next year, it will be meaningless in three months' time. Their business is evolving so fast, and there's so many avenues of potential that who knows where that's going. And so it starts to be a much more evolving process. It starts to be much more about being connected to the people, making it a co-creation with the people, 
being tuned in to what's really being created there and then delivering and developing from there. So I love those stories. I've got another client in the US in New York who was man and boy in the automobile market to start with and then has created this big property investment business and has such a vision for that around social change, et cetera. And I love having those stories, hearing those stories. You know, it's kind of like the David and Goliath, isn't it? The people who just did something, just started, and then created something extraordinary as a result. And I truly believe that that ability is in all of us. And I was talking to someone recently who's like, you know, a visionary with six generations of visionaries in their family or entrepreneurs. And I was saying to God, I really envy you because I haven't had no entrepreneurs really in my family, no kind of entrepreneurial streak. And so we've developed that in my generation. You know, my two brother-in-laws are like that, run their own businesses, you know, are creating different things in the world. But it's really our generation. It certainly doesn't come from before that. But maybe we'll look back in six generations time, we'll see that we created that. And certainly it's very interesting for my daughter to be around me running my own business and running a business that's based on passion that she is desperate to start her own business, her first business, as she says to me, age nine. So I do think that when we're in this environment, when we surround ourselves with others, when we're around people who are who are taking chances and making brave decisions, I don't think it's brave, by the way, I think you're going to be so much more successful when you follow your own route, but can look brave, can look, you know, certainly looks brave to most of the world right? and probably a bit foolish to most of the world as well. But when you do that, you start to create extraordinary. I was thinking about Not on the High Street recently and, you know, a brand that has lots of kind of handcrafted kind of products, et cetera, again, started on a kitchen table. Isn't that extraordinary that you can build something just because you have a passion for it and just trust that as you scale it and grow, that things will make sense and the pieces will fall into place. I think that's extraordinary. So that's the key message of this episode. I want you to know that a visionary takes an idea and they activate it. They make it happen and they take risks and they follow the next piece. They do what I call following the breadcrumbs. They say, I have no idea how this is going to work out, but I feel in my gut, I know that this is the next piece. It just feels right. I just know somehow that this is the piece that unlocks all the other pieces and they take the action and they move from there. So how do you activate your vision? So if you're sitting there thinking, well, this is all well and good, I know I want to do something. I've kind of got the germ of an idea, but how do I activate it? Again, the activation process will be different depending on where you are in this scale. So if you're thinking, I've got the germ of an idea and I just, I'm just either convinced myself I can't do it because there's no money in it or I have no experience or whatever the story is, is to get really clear on that desire to start living it as much as you can. Because it's that embodiment of it that really creates change. So I knew when I started doing my coach training, we're going back 15 years ago now, I went to the first kind of taster session. I think it was a half a day or a day that you could just do as a one-off before signing up to the full kind of certification process. And I sat in that room and I thought, wow, oh my goodness, I just know this is what I'm meant to be doing. I got so much value just out of that one half day or day, whatever it was. And I just knew that was the right thing. I had no idea how to run a business. I had no idea what having a coaching practice looked like. And I signed up on the spot because I just knew that that was my next step. 
I didn't let myself think about, oh, so that, does that mean I need to give up my coaching career? How will I earn money? I just didn't, I, I mean, I don't normally do that anyway. I'm quite instinctive, but I didn't let myself go down that route because when we start to figure out all of the pieces, we stop ourselves getting into action. So doodle on it, draw it, get a vision board, really connect the excitement of it and what is amazing about it and start to make it real. So, you know, if you want to be a coach, start going on coaching workshops, start learning, start doing the thing that's the first step. If you want to be an artist, then make time to draw, put yourself out there, show stuff on social media. If you want to teach people to draw, just get a few friends together and do it. There is so much positivity in that action and taking the first step and trusting that the road ahead will emerge. And once you start to get clear on it, once you start to really go, that's my thing. Okay. (sighs) Deep breath. I know now that's my thing. It's really about embodying it in you and starting to let that become reality for you. And so it's a kind of clarity, it's an embodiment, and it's a clearing process too. Because what you'll find is that then the voices start to appear. What used to be called gremlins when I was doing my coach training years ago. Well, what do you mean you're going to be an artist? Nobody makes money being an artist. Oh my God, you're going to give up your career of 20 years. How does that work? You know, all that stuff. Well, how are you going to tell your parents that you're giving up your marketing career? That was an interesting one for me. You know, and what will your friends think? And da, 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 da. and what if you fail and you fall flat on your face and it's terrible, right? All of those things. And my advice when those things come up is not to avoid them. So don't try and push them down. Don't try and do positive affirmations. Don't try and kind of like, you know, make them all okay. Really feel them you know, feel what it feels like, journal on it, rant on it, get all those things out, really identify what those things are that you truly believe. Because when you identify those things, you can work on them. And I promise you that if you don't clear them and work on them at the beginning, they will just pop up at some point along the road and derail you. Okay. So your job is to have clarity on the desire and clear out all the shit that's getting in the way as much as possible. Now, I know in my journey as a visionary, and this will be true for you, that every time you go up to another level, every time you stretch yourself to another level, some of that stuff will come up, not the same level, but a different level. Okay. So you might feel a little bit of like that. Oh my gosh, am I really going to do that? I'm at one of those levels again now in my business. I'm just about to step into something where I think, really? Oh my God, it's kind of scary, but I'm going to do it because I know it's where my growth is. And I'm allowing myself to feel the fear. I'm allowing myself to feel all those feelings. I'm allowing myself to evolve to that next level. I'm not letting it stop me, but neither am I stressing that down because I know that in that is the claiming of the next pieces. And that's super, super important. And then if you're in the space where, you know, you've got your vision, you've activated it, you've got a business of sorts, maybe you're turning over a decent income. So you don't need to worry now that it's going to fall on its face. You've got enough to live on. Maybe you might have a couple of people. So your question is more like, okay, how do I activate this in others? Because in order to build something bigger than you, whether you employ people or not, whether you have a traditional looking organization or not, you are going to have to activate this vision in others. You're going to have to have that magnetism on full dial. You're going to have to really inspire people and not just inspire them so that like, oh, 
oh, I will come in and be a servant to Lisa's vision. But actually to meet them human to human, visionary to visionary, so that your vision connects to their vision. And that's what I'm finding now is the more I've claimed my vision, and this podcast has been an amazing step to doing that, the more when I speak to people and they tell me what they're creating, I'm kind of like, oh my God, I'm passionate about that too. You know, that's my vision and your vision. And we come together in a co-creation to create something extraordinary. And I'll talk more about that co-creation piece. But when you're building something and you want to activate it and you want to really grow it, then you have to know how to work with others from that visionary space. And what I'm finding for new visionaries that are are building businesses fast and this new paradigm of business that we're talking about, that actually that's one of the missing pieces that I'm starting to appreciate for them. So I spent the last 15 years working with organizations, helping leaders see how to lead others, helping them with that whole skill set. And what I'm realizing is if you build a business fast and you're suddenly like, oh my God, now I've got five people working with this thing and it's like escalating and scaling and growing fast. What people often say to me is, I don't know how to lead people. I've never been a leader. I've never done this. I don't know quite what I'm doing here. I'm kind of winging it, which is okay, but I would love to know more. I'd love to know how to build this. I'd love to know how to truly activate this from a a conscious creation place, you know, to really scale it in a way that provides the foundation stone for all the stuff and all the change that's coming. And that's one of the things I'm passionate about because I've been doing that for 15 years. I've been doing that with huge organizations. I've done it with, you know, slightly small organizations, but I'm really passionate now to do it, not just with the big guys who I love to work with, but also with people who are say the earlier stage of that, where you have activated your vision, you've already got a business going and now you think, oh, I need help. So if you're one of those people, then do reach out to me. And I am in the process of creating a way of working with me if you're in that category. So do let me know if you are interested in that because that will be coming too. So all about activation today, how you activate your vision, how you claim it for yourself, how you work through the blocks and how you really magnetize others to you in order to scale, in order to create not just a business, but a movement, a way of being that attracts others to you and just makes them desperate to get involved with you. And that's how we create change in the world. So thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me on this podcast. I hope you're getting massive value from it. I've got my next visionary founder guest coming up shortly. So watch out for that. And I am loving being connected to you all as visionary founders. Many people reach out to me with messages and, you know, tell me their journey. And I just, I I adore that. I really love the impact that this is having and I'll continue to put my time and energy in. So let me know what you want to hear about, the topics you want to hear about, tell me. And I'm here to help and serve and grow this movement as best I can. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to the Visionary Founders Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you're a visionary founder and you're ready to up-level yourself and your business, connect with me at lisamitchell.co.uk forward slash connect.